What's a quad pumpkin spice latte? <laughs> Is it like quadruple the sugar? Or no, no, no. Four shots. Yeah, a pumpkin? Yeah. <laughs> no, of, of, of coffee. Oh, okay. Espresso, I'm going to be like the pumpkiniest four, thing ever. Four shots of espresso. Okay, well, that's been good coffee talk. I think we're ready. Everybody ready? I have so much caffeine in ready. me. I'm going to be on. <laughs> Just snort some more. That's great. Today on the Geek Up Podcast, book publishers sue Audible for generating captions of its audiobooks. Disney's D23 Expo just wrapped, and we have all of the news. With new trailers for Star Wars Episode Nine and The Mandalorian. (laughs) Was that interruption written in? (laughs) Calm down, Art. (laughs) Unfortunately, That's how you do an interruption. (laughs) There'll be no round Coke bottles for Kirsten, so says the TSA. Thank God. Nerdy is the new sexy. It's good to be a geek. The Zones Geek Out, the podcast. <laughs> it's the Geek Out podcast, episode 48. Uh, we record this on Thursday, August 29th, 2019. I'm glad you're here, Kirsten. We're already down to Brian. I wasn't sure if you were going to make it. Kirsten is sick, <laughs> but we'll get right back to her. I'm. Did I already say I'm Webmeister Bud? Yeah. Okay, so then Paul. I'm Paul. Hey, uh, we I thought off the hop should give a big shout out to uh, Mary Harrison, who has been one of our like longest uh, podcast listeners. Yeah, that's what I tried to do when Art interrupted me. I was like, oh. "Thanks, yes, Mary." And I think I don't do any prep this week because <laughs> she, we didn't need to because she just posted everything from D three. She was so on top of it onto the um, like view view for subscribe the group. The stupid group. The group. Yeah. See, oh, the group is good. good talking because Paul. if we didn't have a group, Mary wouldn't have been able to post those, and they wouldn't make, no one would have seen them. But we can get rid of the page then, right? No, no you, you need, need a page, page to, to have make a the group. group. Are we so vain? It's <laughs> not about vanity. It's about freaking <laughs> Facebook requirements. You. Okay. Sorry. Thanks, Art? Mary. Yeah, I'm Art. <laughs> I'm Kirsten. Also, hello. You had like a ten minute intro last week too. I seem to recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week on Buds <laughs> Weekly Geek Out. Seven major book publishers have sued Audible, which is owned by Amazon, for copyright infringement after Audible planned a feature called Captions, which would read ahead, listen ahead, using AI to the words being read and give us very karaoke-like about a paragraph's worth of text, and then each of the words would light up as they were being read. Why? Why? No, no, why did they sue them? But why, why is that something that Audible wanted? It's about you listen to books. Where the fuck are you listening to books where you also have a screen? So here's the thing. You may be on a subway or someplace really loud. You may not be able to hear it as much as you want. You may not want to crank it. You may need help with your reading comprehension. What kids are reading books these days? Besides mine, I love my kid. Um, It, you know, reading is dipping hugely in millennials and younger. And a little bit of that reinforcement, a little bit of that focus might not be a bad thing because people are always just sort of splitting their senses. I was on I was on Goodreads the other day because I read I read a lot yeah. and uh, I was like deciding what my next book to read was going to be and I was looking at reviews and all of the fucking reviews are like this book is thirty three hours long I'm like what the fuck are you talking about it doesn't count <laughs> if you listen to the book I guess it does oh but, are like, you one of those where it doesn't count if well you're you not- shouldn't count it as like because I have a reading goal of like I want to read eighteen books this year which isn't a lot but uh, uh, you know and I'm taking time to actually read a fucking book. And all these other people, they're like counting, they're like, I read 150 books this year. You didn't fucking read to 150 books. Oh, here we go. I listen to 1, them. I 1,000% 
with you on that, Kristen. A thousand percent. Thank you. you shouldn't be able to say, like, I read that book. You should have to say... I heard that book. I heard it. If someone says to me, oh, I read that book, and I'll be like, oh, me too. I, I read the audiobook. I, I listened to the audiobook. Mm -hmm. That is a distinct thing, and that's bullshit on Goodreads, number mm -hmm. one. That seems pretty elitist. I, like, I'm happy to with you. To split those? Yeah. No, no, to say that you didn't read a book if you listened to the audiobook. You didn't you read didn't it! read it! Reading is with your eyeballs. It's an easy distinction to make. Find the word mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. means you consumed a book that that applies to both. Yeah, consumed is a good word. I consumed that. Oh no no no! I consumed. You know, I completely agree. It's a totally different thing to do. Like to I'm glad people with audiobook. no time and whatever. Like, cause I know there's like, uh, like moms and dads out there. They have their hands full and they can't. They don't have time to read books, so like they listen. And I'm glad that they're still involved. But you're better than blah, them. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. It's not even like a better or worse <laughs> thing. No, no, no. It's not an elitist so. thing. I no. I'm not saying like, oh, Kirsten is better for having done that. It's simply that she did a different thing. Be like, you need to be specific when you are describing the mm -hmm. actions and the things that you do. Do you? It's though? different. Well, I can't be like, yeah. I, I drank that hamburger. Exactly. You don't read an audiobook. I'm don't sorry. Drink you don't drink a hamburger. I think that's a weird comparison. Like, go, Art. Go. No, no. I, I hate to agree with Paul on this one because, <laughs> like, when I'm laying in bed at night, I'm too lazy to read. And if I had an audiobook on, I'm not reading. I'm listening to the audiobook. You're still, okay, consuming. Let's just go with consuming the book. Like, I have read and listened to, if we need to split these hairs, all the Harry Potter books, all the um, the His Dark Materials books. I have only listened to pretty much the entirety of Terry Pratchett's Discworld series. Mm -hmm. Am I a bad person? Who's saying it's bad? <laughs> it's when you say it's bad, you just have to use. But I just the word... can't claim the word red. the word red. red. I can't say that I have read. No, you can't drink a hamburger, bud. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. And listen, I'm not saying that one is better than the other. It's just they're two different activities, and they're both ways of consuming media, as you're saying, and yeah. consuming Consume is a, great a specific word. type of media. But I will say, you don't put audiobooks up on a shelf. Trophies, or I mean, books are trophies in a way. When I go into someone's house and they get a bunch of books up there and you assume that they have read those books, it's it's kind of like a trophy situation. I feel that way anyways. But it's here's like, the thing. I support... This is an accomplishment that you got through this book, whatever it may be. If you get a bunch of like comic books up on the shelf or graphic novels or whatever, okay, cool. That's what you're into. If you get a bunch of like big political science books, I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, this person is smart. If you're like me and you just got a bunch of like... Calvin and Hobbes and then Lord of the Rings, right? It's like, okay, I get it. That's what this guy's into. That's what he's put in his body. And, but he also, he likes that thing enough to sit with it, to take the time it takes. 33 hours for a book to have it read to you, it yeah. might be longer. You know, it might be a more, you know, it's like um, a thing that just takes more out of you, like a more calorie-burning thing to actually sit and we read We get it, Paul. Your apartment smells like rich mahogany and you have many leather-bound books. <laughs> He has a fireplace in his apartment, too. I've never seen that. It's so cool. So, but I have so ten... So cool, Paul. I make fires. I have ten terrifyingly expensive audiobook sets, like CDs, unabridged CDs of the seven Harry Potters and the three His Dark Materials and two um, compendium His Dark Materials things, little tiny ones, that sit on my shelf along with books. Right. And DVDs and various media. So, to go back to the trophy analogy, that's like a participation reverend. Cool, good for you. You showed up. But I get Great what I get what Bud's saying here because the way Kirsten said it at the beginning of this, you didn't read. It kind of had a negative connotation there. Yeah, sorry. However, oh, 
Hello, everyone. The lunch lady's at reception. And the lunch I take lady back is at what reception. I said, too. I take back that it's not better. Reading is better. It's Reading a, is good it's that you're... It is good, it is good that yeah. people are consuming these, these books, and I'm glad yes. for that, but fucking read them. It's only slightly better, right? But it is. For you to Cause if you're gonna read listen with your to eyeballs, to, for it to go into your eyeballs, you have to actively be doing that thing and... and uh, mm-hmm. And like processing that information in your brain is such a different thing than having it, you know, put into your earballs. And like, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I love that. I listen constantly. Listening is one of my favorite things to do. Right after talking, ha ah, ha, good joke, everyone, you fuckos. But like, um, <laughs> he said it, making I your own joke for you. Okay, but but that's what I love to do too. But it's a different thing. That's yeah, all, and it's, it's slightly better to read. I mean, it's it's a if different you, thing, but it's not as good as reading. It's if not. You, yeah, if you want to oh listen, God, back. it's wow. not as good as reading. It if isn't. you want to listen to something. Listen to the Zones Geek Out podcast. Fuck books. Yeah. Read them. Listen to our podcast. So, so but anyway, this has been really we have off topic. Wait, but episodes. That's at least fifty hours. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. Back sorry. to the actual sorry. thing you're talking about, yeah. Kirsten. Don't you find this interesting? In that, when you, it's like the attention span thing. It's weird, right? When you are making our things for our uh, like our little sponsored promo things to go mm-hmm. on Instagram or whatever. People, it's like they don't have the attention span to just listen to something if they're scrolling through their phones. That's why you put the words on there. Yes, also if their phones are on silent, yeah. the words and what we're saying might yeah, you gotta catch, catch their them eyes. with the words. But so I feel like this is an interesting place we're at in the world where we need to both and like videos online are this way too, all over the place. They're all captions. Christian, you want to you put the Kellis captioning on to watch movies, yeah, don't so you? Yeah, so that's like what I was gonna say is when Bud said when you're on the bus and all that stuff, that's and you might not be able to hear. That's what it's for, and that kind of explained it to me because yeah, I watch movies with closed captioning on just because I don't know if it's if my hearing's not very good or it's just my comprehension's not very good. But um, just like having that like double solidification of the words and the people saying the words helps me understand, especially if it's like a really complicated drama. I need the closed captioning on or I'm Yeah, so and this is what Audible is going for. Like they're thinking of this mostly from an educational standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like their planned rollout would be September, the beginning of the school year. But we got seven of these major book publishers like Simon & Schuster and Penguin Random House and whatnot claiming copyright infringement because Weird. Audible only has the license to... Sell and distribute the audio versions of the books. This is like this. This is like the nerdy book version of like the Disney Sony Spider Man fight. It's like <laughs> sure, you sure, have, yeah. You can have the audio version. We'll take right. the text version. We'll just take the Spider Man movie. You can have the rides. Now the conspiracy theorist in me says this is less about copyright and more about quality because the captions, the mm. the text captions, are they're not being drawn from a transcript of the book. They are being listened ahead by AI, and they are being placed on the screen as what the computer hears. So they're going to have lots of ducks in that book. Entirely possible. What, what could happen is, and uh, like Audible said to the publishers, there could be up to ducks. 6% error ratio um, with, with this auto-generator <laughs> translated stuff, which we're all used to, you know, watching captions on YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this, I believe, the fact that the, the translated, the, the uh, auto-generated, AI-generated uh, captions will not be exactly the same as a polished, finished book and might not represent it as well. This, I believe, is the reason that they are suing but just calling it copyright infringement. Interesting. That's yeah. weird because it's like the opposite of copyright infringement because it's 6% wrong. Right, right? exactly. Like, the, like you, can, you could have, what was it I say last week? Arachnid guy? <laughs> <It's> fine, <laughs> yeah, yeah right? exactly. 
I, you know, if this is the case, then maybe I hope you're right. What, what I hope maybe comes out of this lawsuit is that, um, yeah, shut your AI down. It's, I mean, it's at 6% error rate. That's trash. That's no good. But now maybe work with the publishers. And if this is what you want to yes, do, Audible, right? Like. If you want to have scrolling um, text on the screen or whatever, then work with the publishers. Get the rights for also the words. I maybe I hope that's not doubly as expensive. But, you know, work out a deal where you can just transcribe the book from the book. Mm -hmm. yeah. for, you know? To make it accurate. I would yeah. love that. I think that would be a great idea. Um, so I just had lunch before we came in here, and I realized that I have spilled something on my shirt, so I need to go and wash my shirt. You guys talk about Kit Harrington playing Sorry, Black Knight gonna, in the Eternals. I was going to chant, shirtless pod, shirtless pod. Shut up, shut up, shut you, up. You weren't there for that. Shirtless just before pod. I, stop. <laughs> just before I go, I will say that uh, the bulk of our material today comes from D23. D23 is the official Disney fan club. D because Disney and 23 because 1923 is when Walt founded the company. Oh. Uh, oh <laughs> well, you didn't explain it to me last week. You said it wasn't Mighty Ducks 23. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you didn't say that it was that. So starting in um, 2009, I think it was Bob Iger launched the D23 Expo, which is biannual, so it happens every year. And this is kind of like Comic-Con, just become bigger and bigger Wait, and bigger. Biannual? Yeah. Twice a year? Oh, twice a year. Oh. I don't know. It's is it bi or or biannual once every two years? That's I thought that, it was once every that's I think annual. it's twice a year. Okay. I do believe it's twice a year. Mm. Yeah. So it's happens a lot. And um, <laughs> sorry. sorry, sorry. It just happened uh, a couple days ago, I think it was the twenty third to twenty fifth, and just with all the all the Disney acquisitions and you know the Marvel and everything, the star power is just like Comic Con. It's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, we have a lot of news to talk about today. And we're going to start with Kit Harrington playing Black Knight. Uh, Dane Whitman, I guess, is his human name in in the Eternals movie. Gotta go. Wash my shirt. Bye. Okay. No shirtless pot. Are we excited to see Kit Harrington back again already? Have you guys Here seen anything else that Kit Harrington's been in? Did you see no. that Pompeii movie? Isn't he no. in some other, yeah. No, he's also in some other, like, old, I don't want to say old school, like. No, he was in Pompeii. Like, did, it, like, like this is Kit Harrington's career that it, it was so, like, niche into Game of Thrones that when he did his SNL appearance, uh, his wife was like, you got to fucking do something else, Kit. Game of Thrones is over. Pompeii sucked. Like, that was a good joke on <laughs> SNL during his monologue. Mm. Uh, like, is he a good actor? I feel like he's got chops. Yeah, you do. He, he has talent. Yeah, of course. I think he does. Yeah. I think he definitely got better as Game of Thrones went along. He did. Because if you go back to the early seasons, you're like, this guy's a lot of his league, I think. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't know much about the Eternals, so I can't like comment on Dane Whitman and what that character's like. Mm -hmm. Like, is he a broody character? Because then, great, Kit Harrington's been well cast. <laughs> Where's Brian? God damn it. I know <laughs> yeah. nothing about the Eternals. I know. I wish we knew more about it. I Well, well what's the name of the character? Black Knight? Black, Come on. Dane Whitman is his, like, normie name. And uh... yeah, Black Knight is his eternal name, That I sounds pretty Batman-esque, pretty broody. Broody, yeah, there we go. Kit Harrington, perfectly cast. What just happened here? I came back in the room, and Paul, you're wearing my headphones and I'm standing in my you. spot. Oh, I was monitoring Thank you, it. I appreciate it. That's great. So, so either, yeah, oh man, Disney is not going to cast, and Marvel especially, right, someone who's like, missed cast or bad in a role mm -hmm. they just that's their track record they're they always are knocking it out of the park so but what i am concerned about is yeah that either kid harrington is being typecast into another brood role it would be great to see him bust out of that even a little bit i don't yep. think it's a like, haircut like if his hair got yeah. cut and then he then he would look different i don't know 
But if he's just playing Jon Snow in space, <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. But you know what? I'll say this. I am glad to see that Kit Harrington is feeling better. Remember yes. we had that oh, yeah. news, right, True. that he was like in rehab or was it for alcoholism or whatever um, right after Game of Thrones. So good that he's better. I think he just saw the finale of Game of Thrones and was not feeling good. No, he's sad because everyone said mean things about it. I know, I know, I know. know. Uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm happy for him as well. Uh, Even though I'm like, uh, don't think he's a great actor. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. (laughs) I will admit that I uh, I agree with Brian Boitano, who is not here. Um, God rest his soul. Um, no, he's just on vacation. He'll be back Can next you week. imagine if he died and we just like got oh, that? Man, that's how you announced it. That would be awful. Talk about burying the lead. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, died at Great Wolf he Lodge. Would... <laughs> he's on vacation with his family. He'll be back next week. Everything's fine. But I agree with him. That Tragic water slide accident. His uh, local DJ killed. The reason that he likes Cat Dennings, which uh, the character Darcy from the. Uh, from the Thor movies is that she calls uh, how do you even say the, the hammer properly Mjolnir, Mjolnir? Mjolnir? Yeah, yeah. Mjolnir? she calls it Mew Mew <laughs> so Kat Dennings uh, will return in the WandaVision show which kind of shows you what the tone of that show will be you exactly know what, you know what tells right? you what the tone of the show is going to be that Catherine Hahn is fucking cast as nosy neighbor I, who's Catherine Hahn oh, oh, I love Catherine Hahn I don't have Hahn. my phone to she's hard to do you ever see Crossing Jordan no. Uh, She's like, uh, she what in... was she in recently that I saw? Oh, oh she was in, um, oh. oh I saw Ma. Da, 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 she was in Ma, da, 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 wasn't she? Da, 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 um, Gadzooks, um, what the hell? Ron Swanson, help me. Podcast. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. yeah. She, yeah. She, she was, Look her up. She was in Ma, Parton. I think, which I just recognized. Oh, yeah, I have a review yeah, 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 okay, right, right, right. Catherine Hahn is brilliant. She's a great comedian. Yeah, yes. she's cast as nosy neighbor. Like, you know her, like when you see her face, like, yeah. you know, you can hear her voice. Yeah. Yep. Also, Absolutely. Randall Park, who is Special Agent Jimmy Woo from the uh, Ant-Man movies. He's going to be in or here. Or from that weird one where it was like the Asians, but not Crazy Wish Asians. <laughs> that other Asian movie? The one on Netflix. Oh, you know, yeah, like, I know the one you're Yeah, the one that everyone Netflix, watched yeah. on Netflix, that one. Be oh, My uh, Forever Baby Be My baby Forever Baby. Oh, yeah, that one. recognizing yes. always, Vancouver landmarks until you're renovated. Was that, was that, was that, that in Vancouver like that. they filmed that? Oh, yeah, that. and that's the really good joke that was online that watching Netflix these days, if you live in Vancouver, is just recognizing local ra- landmarks <laughs> until you're renovated. <laughs> <laughs> And Tyona, uh, Tyona Paris, who will be the grown-up version of Monica Rambeau, the the daughter of, oh, dang it, you know, good old grown-up yeah. Rambo. Mrs. Her Rambo. best friend. Mrs. Rambo um, in, uh, in Captain Marvel. Did you read this quote from Feige? About... Speaking of the vibe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. WandaVision will have a weird sitcom meets creepy dread vibe. Do they, they don't mean, like, dread like the movie Dread. Does he? Not like you're not talking like Judge Dredd. Yeah, like no, well, no, 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 no. So it'll dread? be just like Crazy no, Rich no. Asians. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm the the biggest news here is that somebody like Cat Dennings in the MCU. Can you imagine like Catherine Hahn? Right? Nobody liked her. Why are people love Cat Dennings? Not in the MCU. Yeah, she was pretty good uh, comic no. relief in she the first comic four. Relief, absolutely. Yeah. Nobody liked Catherine Hahn is movies. the noisy noisy neighbor is going to be like peeking out like into the windows um, while that scene happens that they're like Vision, don't you remember noodles? <laughs> and she's going to be like, what's going on? She's going to be the racist noisy neighbor like I don't want pinks moving into my <laughs> yeah. neighbor. <laughs> Pinkish purple. Pinkish I don't like fuchsia people. <laughs> we had sort of a, a triple bill. Uh, they were all introduced at the same time. Moon Knight. 
<laughs> now this is supposed to be like Batman. Ms. Marvel. What I've read. And She-Hulk. Don't say who. Uh, <laughs> will also be coming to Disney+. Plus. We don't need a She-Hulk. I don't get that. I don't even like the Hulk. Why do we need a She-Hulk? Do you know how She-Hulk came about, though? No. Uh, so this was uh, Bruce Banner's... No. Right? This is Bruce Banner's wife or girlfriend or whatever. Tragic, like, horrible accident. He pretty much died. Bangs the Hulk into her. No! Get <laughs> out! <laughs> horrible! his blood into yeah, her. That's how you do it. And, that's the um, PG-13 version. Got you guys. Wear condoms. Blood Be safe out there, especially if you have gamma radiation And when she turns into the Hulk, she retains all of her intelligence. So she's like Smart Hulk. She's like Smart Hulk, yeah, but all the time from the very beginning. Hmm. So um, how are they going to... So this is going to fit in with the MCU, right? So, like, is Mark Ruffalo going to be in it as, like, the husband? What the heck? Yeah, good question. What the, what the Somebody heck? think about uh, Black Widow. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, she dead now. She dead. Oh, spoilers. No, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, that's that's intriguing. Just the she Hulk. That's she Hulk very, very intriguing. Yeah. Uh, anybody else know about Mo- Ms. Marvel or Moon Knight? Uh, Moon Knight's supposed to be like Marvel's version of Batman. Yeah, yeah I believe he's is he that's the one heard. that is not possessed by the Egyptian god. I think I don't remember. All I can see is the cover of like the graphic novel, like the comics. Like it's a big series. Very See, popular. It, uh, it's, very po- it's very yeah. popular. Every time really? I go like down to like Curious or um, and anything like that, Moon Knight is like the big thing. And Miss Marvel, I think, can like get really big and get really small without using pin particles. That's yes, that's exactly right. Is that yeah, right. She's she's like the MCU's, I believe, first Muslim uh, hero as well. I've heard that too. And yeah. yeah, she yeah she basically can adjust the size of her entire self or like just her hand if she wanted to I wish um, I bet the own. Hulk wishes he had that power okay could we not jeez <laughs> uh-huh. um, <laughs> does Moon not have superpowers oh, I'm so sorry Brian uh, yeah give me a second here. <laughs> the less geeky po- out uh, podcast I, know. I feel like, like it I feel like it's okay we got geeky things we know about later Batman, right? here's like what I'll say about Moon Knight that's a cooler name objectively than Batman yeah but I'm Batman. Yeah, but but it's just like no one cares like about Moon, Moon Knight. Moon Knight sounds pretty sweet. It it is, but it's yeah, it's certainly a, a much lesser known name. And wait, and is so Moon Knight really a girl? Did you cachet. say? No, it's dude. Oh, okay. So yeah, I thought they like fucking announced all, all the these girl really things. Awesome. Mark together. Mark Specter. <laughs> Mark Specter is his real name. So he's got the physicality and the martial Mark arts Spectre. and the marine training and whatnot. Yeah. Um. However, he is possessed by an Egyptian god known as uh, Khonshu. And he's the god of the moon and vengeance. Cool. And however, he's been, uh, it's been, let's see, what is it? Um, he suffers from mer- multiple personality disorder. On the article that uh, Brian found on this, I think. No, wait. You no, you talked about it but didn't send me an article. So I found an article and I found a, co- a panel of comics in here. And he's choking this, I don't know, bird skeleton thing. And he says, I am Mark Spector in the first frame. And in the second frame, he's a different guy. He says, I am Stephen Grant. And in the third frame, he's a different guy. I am Jake Lockley. And we are going to be okay. We are going to live with who we are. We are Moon Knight and we never need you. So this is a superhero with multiple personality disorders who seems to handle it pretty well when crushing bird skull people. But uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting, uh, interesting to put that to the screen. Wow. Man, no shortage of stuff on this Disney Plus. Eh? They're really rolling hot with it. And I'm excited mm-hmm. for it, too. You know what I saw as well on the promo? You're excited for these spinoffs. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I don't know. Somehow, I kind of am. Because you know what? 
I'll just have it. I'll just yeah. have Disney Plus, and I'll flick on a Moon Knight, and if it catches my attention, great. And if it doesn't, moving on. Right? You don't have to watch these or not watch these. But you're also the guy who wouldn't give Daredevil or Jessica Jones a chance. I know, so because you know what? Wondering. Not interested. Yeah. But these, I don't know, some of these are kind some, of... Well, and some of these are going to tie into the greater MCU, too, which I think is their strength there. Like, you're going to need to have seen WandaVision to be able to see probably... Um, the new Doctor Strange movie. Like right, I'm assuming yeah, they're going right. to tie in together. And thinking about these these Disney Plus shows, like think think about these actors who are like just it's like jackpot. Well, I don't know about jackpot. It's just like extra gold for them. No, definitely. You know? This you 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 get into the MCU and it's sort of like career whatever the opposite life. of suicide is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty steady paycheck by the sounds of it. If it's popular. But uh, you know what I'm really excited about on Disney Plus? I guess because of the Fox ex- acquisition, finally the Simpsons will be streaming. Oh, right, of course. Because like, that's part of that deal with Fox yes. and everything. Yeah. So I can like finally just sock away my DVDs. That's how I've been watching The Simpsons over and over again for the last, I don't know, 15 years. And right? DVDs are great, and they show your support of the product, but yeah, they're a little inconvenient. Yeah, fully. So, yeah, I don't own a DVD player anymore, so I haven't watched them oh, in a dude. while. Oh, right? my goodness, yeah. So, yeah, I, would, I can't wait for them to be straight. Emily Van Camp, who I really enjoyed playing Sharon Carter, or Agent 13 in uh, The Winter Soldier, and whatever other Captain America movie she was in. She's, she plays Sharon Carter. She will be in Falc- The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's not Falcon, it's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, as well as a guy named Wyatt Russell playing uh, John Walker, who apparently is an anti-Captain America. Again, mm-hmm. sorry, Brian. Um, he has all the powers of Captain America, but he doesn't have the responsibility. None of the morals, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. is he from America? He's or is he super soldier like a Russian or something like that? Oh, wait, yeah, no, isn't he... No, he's not the Russian guy. Um, because who's the Russian guy that um, the he's going to be playing? Oh, is that who he is? Yeah, the Red Guardian. Yeah, the, um, the yeah. guy from Stranger Things. Oh, oh yeah, right. Yeah, Hopper. Hopper. David Harbour. David Harbour. No. Oh. What's his name, though? David Harbour. No, in Stranger Things, Alexi. Oh, that guy? Yeah. Oh, that guy. No, it's not. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just weird. His name is Alexi. Anyway, it's fine. No. <laughs> Never mind. Um, <laughs> they will. You know, but yeah. that is kind of a thing that, like, all through those Captain America movies, they always kept saying, like, there's five more of these super soldiers. They're out there. I thought that and they we showed. never that they, dealt with them. I thought they showed because they were down when he when he goes down into that, like, pit, and then there's the four of them, and, and he's gone down there and killed them all. Uh, what's his dude went down there and killed them all? Winter Soldier? N- no, yeah. no, no. Uh, Zemo. Zemo goes down there, and Thank he's you. like, you're going to find them, and then he goes down, and they're, the four of them are there. Yeah, I think and this they've is all a separate killed. character. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. That's a yeah. shame. Yay, Brian, I did something! Yay! I knew a fact! <laughs> you remembered a movie thing. <laughs> That's a shame, because that could have been four different characters, threads, yeah. story arcs, you know, all yeah. with the same powers as Captain America. Yay, but now that they have time travel. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's all take a moment. Take a deep breath. Star Wars. Trailer for The Rise of Skywalker. Thoughts go. Well, we're going to talk about the most interesting thing first. No, I want to talk about how good the trailer. I loved it. (laughs) I cried. I had so many tears. You're great, Kirsten. I love it. I hope we get another one because there was nothing in this trailer that was new practically. I almost didn't didn't want to watch it. Dark Ray. I know that, obviously. They're like... 
the uh, thing, that uh, thing. Uh, uh, when I first started why watching is it, most of it just like I, a clip be, show. Because it's the conclusion of the Skywalker saga, and they're showing its start and how it ends and how it's gonna finish. Oh, it was so I actually thought I started watching the wrong trailer because I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck is this? I know uh, this." Um, what a cheap promotion! Play. Oh, sure. Yeah. Hey, so you know good. what? I did the same thing. I thought I was watching when I was watching the Dark Phoenix trailer, and they yeah. start with all the clips of the other X Men movies. The end same of thing. The saga and. They're showing you, here's all the shit that got us to here, and now we're here. Aren't you excited? Yes, I'm excited. Thank you, JJ. God bless you. So, take us through more of what you saw when we get finally to uh, the, the current portion and the uh, the Rise of Skywalker portion. Like, like the new bit? Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I guess the, the biggest news in there is, uh, like, Dark Ray, but, like, pfft. Whatever she's what not, whatever that's huge I mean, news. No, it's not. No. It's Theories just vi- that are out there. It's just a vision. I saw it like yeah. I watched it with Johnny yesterday, and I watched it. And Johnny was like, "What the fuck?" And I was, first of all, I wasn't sure if it was Ray because she looked so fucked up. She did. And then and then I was and then the second we rewound it, I was like, "No, that's just a fucking cave vision. It's not a dark ray. Like yeah. her eyes are all fucked up. She doesn't look normal. It doesn't look like." you know like a person it looks like a vision yep. she's just it's just they're not going to give that away in the it's trailer it's a bit of a yeah. misdirect it's just probably. a vision yeah. let me ask you this though why would you do that you know if 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 it does not come to pass mm-hmm. if we see this dark ray with her freaking kick-ass like double to staff red lightsaber and it's not real it's not true it has no influence or bearing on the story at all it's just something that scares her into being gooder ray hmm. i'll tell does you better not, seem a little she cheap better not yeah be fucking gooder ray. i it, hate ray i know paul and i disagree on this but ray is the worst goody two-shoes character I'll ever t- i'm so good i'm gonna turn you good too okay She's i like know the good fairy i know Kirsten, of star wars the, land i know well, let's be honest She's like Kirsten, fucking none good of the witch. characters are really that good Ray is good. And I like Poe. They're not really that po good. Darren. So and I like Finn. We got to have some intrigue. And, and I liked Ray like in the first movie. Yeah, I like Ray in the first movie. Ryan Johnson didn't know how to write for Ray no, at all. Did you? I'm so good. Yeah. Okay, Kirsten. I know you're a huge Star Wars fan, but I got to ask you then, Paul. What? Like just about the, you know this 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 vision. If this is not a thing. Does that does that not cheapen the trailer? Is that not going to tick a lot of people off oh. when they get to the movie expecting Dark Ray and it's just a uh, vision to make her gooder? But we're not getting Dark Ray. We're no. not. No. That's ridiculous. No. That's they bad. Story they There's no that. possible way. They wouldn't show that in the trailer. Yeah, I think it's just like it's a. You can't give away too much in the trailer, so yeah. I don't think people. Hopefully, I don't think people are going to go expecting Dark Ray. So, you, but you so you think this is a strictly a misdirect? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. a cheap yeah. ploy for intrigue. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Quite frankly, it's because there's not a whole lot of it intrigue works so. like, on the I'm dark interested. side um, for this new movie. But I think, so I think all that shit, like with Kylo coming, I still think Kylo's training her. Because, you know, I she agree, has right. that training droid and she's like in the... Because the thing is, and one of the big arguments over um, The the Last Jedi, where everyone's like, why does, why does Rey have so many powers? She's never even trained. What the... Like, everyone's like so grumpy about sure. that, whatever. So I think that maybe J.J. is going to uh, do a little bit of uh, backpedaling on that and give her some training. Because now she's got all yep. the Jedi texts. Yep. And I think... I think 
Kylo might train her. Well, because here's the if thing. anybody is still alive that can train her, it's Kylo. If she and they have that connection too. If she doesn't get that honed, she has so much raw power. It mm-hmm. seems that if she doesn't get that honed, yeah, the eventuality is a dark ray or something like that. But as we saw in, I believe it was the first trailer where she's running and does the backflip onto the the mm-hmm. land speed or whatever that's come behind her. I'm convinced thoroughly by that 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 is just a training exercise, and it's Kylo Ren in the in the and ship. And I think even Kylo's training her with her in that cool battle. Uh, with like the wind and the like oh, really? storm, yeah. I think that's still training. Really yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay, well that's an interesting. That could be that's I'm, an interesting theory. I but think Dark Ray is just showing up. The Emperor is going to be like, "Here's the power you could have." Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's a good impression. And then, is, no. is the Emperor who is like during the during the trailer? Is the Emperor doing the uh, the voiceover? Yes. Is that who it is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm I'm so. Yeah, and the showing of the Dark Ray thing. I think you're right, but it's it's cheap. It's a cheap shilly thing to do to try and sell this movie to try and like get fanboys excited by showing her with the double bladed lightsaber and all that because it's not going to be a thread they're actually going to go down there's no possible way that she goes that evil I hope she does that she like changes her clothes to black there's no way (laughs) she had a really cool ring if you look to the bottom of the frame I hope she goes evil I hope she does she's too good I hope she goes evil I hope she goes gray you know, yeah, that would sure. be neat. Yeah, for her to be like a more well rounded character. And but it like, rhymes that way. To go oh, evil. God. Gray Ray. Gray Ray the Gray. You need to stop. Oh, oh I like that, Ray. actually. <laughs> Gray Ray. Yeah. I, I don't know. And you know what? Like, obviously, we're going to have to wait until we see the movie to see how yeah. that's included in or whatever. But, like, they have really got to do something here. And you've got to, like, dig deep. You can tell Ryan Johnson was trying to do it a little bit in The Last Jedi, but, like, Dig into the mythology. Do better. Grow beyond yes. what has been done before. Actually, this like, uh, now I'm good. Now I'm bad. Redeemed. Okay, back and forth. But that's Anakin. only really happened once, really. But that's all there is for Star Wars. But what if like do something better? You've got to grow beyond that, and you've got to do something that feels true, but also new. Actually, kind of twice because I guess Kylo went evil. Yes. And Han. Uh, look through all Star Wars. Uh, you know whether it's extended universe whether it's cartoons anything anytime there's a jedi you have either one or two things happening one he's great and good or two he goes bad and that's it that's, that's like every story thing. though every goes story bad. with good and bad. bad guys is like bad guys going good and good guys going bad that's like every story you can have that complaint about anything sure yes but yes gray ray would <laughs> add a bit of spice to that yeah i mean there and that you know it kind of actually does you know i don't i never even picked up on this when i originally watched return of the jedi when i was a kid but like when you watch it now, you should pick up on the the actual temptation of Luke. Like, it's never really there. Like, you never really feel like he's going to go over to the dark side. Mm-hmm. But you should. That yeah. should be a perilous thing in your mind. When he shows up at Jabba's palace, right, and he's all in black. He's got yeah. the dark cloak on. You don't see his lightsaber. He's choking people, right? You really should think, like, oh, fuck. Like, he could go bad any moment. He mm-hmm. is on the like edge there of being tempted by the emperor that's supposed to be the conflict right and so so it's done so subtly maybe that's what's going to be more explored in this one is you know ray being tempted by the dark side more i hope that she gets more interesting to you i think i think i yeah i'm excited for jj to be back and yeah i i feel like somebody has got to write ray better because i i loved ray in the first movie the second movie no, like it yeah. was like she was a totally different character. Yeah. Like, she was awful to watch, and I know that you love her. And Ryan Johnson, don't care. No, yeah, I felt the same way. It felt like she was like reading lines on yeah. a piece of paper. It was awful. It was no, awful to watch, yeah, and was she was nothing. a great complex character 
in the first movie. But in, in and she had Last a good Jedi, drive in the next one. I was she like, was. I she just, was Luke Skywalker in the first I movie. I just want to. How is that a great complex character? We were seeing it. Find out who my mom and dad are. So sad, but good. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, she was she was so great. She's so fun to watch in that first one. And only thing just... good about the second one was the porgs, and that was an accident. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, now let's talk about the Mandalorian. This was a great trailer to finally see um, something concrete. Again, thoughts go because I know y'all are super hyped for this. The Red Scorpion. Pedro Pascal. I yeah, I was see. sad. I, so I was sad we didn't get to see his face. Yeah, but I can you. I can kind of see the movements, and I'm like, oh, it's you know, it's the, the, the red the viper. There. Yeah, the red yeah. viper. Yeah, it's the red viper. Uh, he's an awesome actor, and this show is kind of fucking rock. Mm-hmm. I, I, you can just see it. it nice. the, so the thing about the first trailer for The Mandalorian and this being like a TV Disney Plus TV series, the graphics are so good when you say graphics you mean like computer graphic like the cg yes um the graphics were amazing that like you see the trailers for like the amazon like we're we're talking good omens oh sure like that shit that looks awful like some netflix series don't look that this looks this looks better than the prequel trilogy yes it looks so that graphically where he's on the when he's on the speeder and he like oh that was so good but yeah disney wallet disney wallet thank you Ching, yeah. yeah, take Gustavo my money. Fring in there. Yeah, Gustavo. Oh, that, like, that's yeah. so good to have. And he's a great actor. He'll be great as like he's like an imperial something. Um, he look, he's gonna be awesome as that. And it looks like it's gonna be that kind of cool slow burn, maybe like cowboy in space kind of vibe. And he's a great act, great casting for that because we love him in Breaking Bad because those tense moments were so good. Like it's not gonna be Paul. What 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 you were saying? Like those shoot 'em up like actiony things it's i think it's going to be like a really cool slow burn drama well and you have to because it's a series you can't just fill every episode with the bang bang shoot 'em up cgi mm-hmm. stuff and and, and i think you're gonna, <laughs> i think you're gonna get your wish too like there's not gonna be many lightsabers in this i think we might see like one lightsaber ever even at all in the first season like yeah i really like when that was brought up about obi-wan using uh the lightsaber in episode four um it's just like it's there, it's gone, you blink, you miss it, a guy's arm is missing. Yeah. You've got the point. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to be flourishing it around. Yeah, the um, tone is just, it looks so good. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it does look good. I, this trailer did a great job because I'm the first one to tell you I will never watch like Clone Wars or any of the cartoons. Yeah. I tend to agree you're missing out. But. Yeah, I, I don't care for any of that stuff. Like serialized forever Star Wars universe stuff doesn't interest me at all. I don't care for it. But this did... I was like, okay, wow, the quality is going to be there. It looks intriguing. Some interesting characters, like you're all saying. A few things that I did notice, though, that I don't care for are, um, number one, at the very end, you see like a bunch of guys in carbonite. It's just mm-hmm. like, yeah. I hate, and I know the whole show really is based around trading in on imagery that we like, so the Boba Fett thing. But it's also about bounty hunting. Yeah. So Han Solo frozen in carbonite. Was a very cool and unique thing that Darth Vader did because they happened to be on the planet the or the um, like Cloud Darth- City where they happened to have that carbon freeze thing. And Kirsten, you made a good point that what they were just testing it out. They were testing it. It was like Jabba's technology, who's like the king of the huts or whatever, and he has all the bounty hunters. And so it was his technology. He wanted to see if it would work, and he wanted to try it with Han Solo first. To see if he'd survive in it, because it's a good way to get his like trade to like that. Yeah. What a better way 
to be a bounty hunter to then sure. just to, like freeze somebody to bring them somewhere else. Sure. So it's like that technology now exists because we're after Empire, um, and and we're in between Empire and um, Force Awakens. Return of the Jedi. Return, yeah, Return. No, I think we're between Return of the Return Jedi and Force? Force Awakens. Wherever we are, oh, we're right. definitely after oh, Empire. Oh, Mandalorian. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there was another thing, too, that like I was like, hey, that kind of gave me a little bit of a pause. But um, other than that, yeah, it's a great-looking trailer. And, I'm, and again, Disney Plus, I'll just have it. So are we getting? Sorry, I know we talked about this last week, but I've already forgotten. Are we getting it in Canada on November the twelfth as yes. well? Yeah. Yes, okay. we are. Yeah. Uh, in Clone Wars, I think isn't there a few episodes where they deal with the Mandalorians? Yes. Yeah. yeah there's a and lot. It's really, it's like a whole thing. They're, they're from like Mandalore, right? Obi-Wan, like that's the name of the. Obi Wan yeah. has the like relationship with that chick from Mandalore. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Paul, this was the first thing that actually came up on the uh, the cue sheet this week was the this hotel. This Star Wars hotel, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, <laughs> yeah. and the ship itself is named uh, Halcyon, and it's it's a hotel that's going to feel like a cruise ship, and it looks pretty incredible. Yeah, it looks like it, a, we just see one little picture of it, but whoa! It it looks from the outside, anyways, like it's supposed to be like a like a space cruise ship, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and it's actually going to just be a hotel, and that looks so fun. Like I I would pay a premium to stay there for a couple of nights. Where is it? And you will Disney World, yeah. Good question. It's in Disney I'm not World? Sure. I think it's in one of the Disney resorts. Yeah, that's going to have a Star oh, Wars. I would land. totally stay there. Yeah, Disney World. Yeah, yeah, I know, and it looks it looks so cool, and I can just imagine what the touches are going to be on the inside. I wonder too if like. What sometimes looks like windows will instead look, you know, be like big screens that have um, like space and stuff flying by them and everything oh, like that. Oh, that'd like, be great. Hey, and they're going to announce it's like, hey, everyone, we're going to light speed now, right? Oh, and that'd then, be like, so cool. Stars whiz by your window. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm pretty stoked about the idea. It's a really, really cool idea. There were just uh, models uh, introduced at D23, but what they showed is the size of this thing compared to the Millennium Falcon which it looks like you could fit about 10 Millennium Falcons in the space of hmm. uh, this one Halcyon Star Cruiser. So it's going to be a big hotel. That's yep. awesome. Right? I like yeah, to see, like, really there cool. was, like, one picture that they released in their marketing. It looked like uh, it was, like, a a casino or or something, like, for the adults after the kids go to bed. Right. And there was, like, Twi'leks, like, wandering around. And that would be so cool if there was, like, Disney cast oh, members. that would be up, like, so Twi'leks, cool. Like, serving you. And, yes. like, uh, I, I, I love that. Like, that immersiveness, that level yeah. would be so cool. That would be amazing. I will give, take my money. That's really <laughs> rad. And the rooms don't actually look nice. No, no you're don't. right. <laughs> this looks like the most uncomfortable bed yeah. in, like, it looks like you're in one of those, sorry, Japan, Japanese, like, pod hotels. Oh, like, with this yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, it does Because it looks look. like crew quarters or whatever it yeah, would be. Or, you know, like a cabin yeah. on a cruise ship. But hey, space if they save cold. money that way. Yeah. That's, space is cold, yeah. That's very, very cool. And, yeah. Unfortunately for Kirsten, who really wants some of this spherical Coke. No, she doesn't. Uh, the TSA has banned these. This uh, is the one good thing the TSA has ever done <laughs> in the what, 18 years what, since just 9/11. Wait. I have late. I have late. Oh my god! Oh my god! I have late breaking news on this too. But yes, oh. the TSA is banning these. Um, you know, these thermal detonator-looking spherical Coke bottles um, from uh, checked and carry-on baggage. Why? I didn't read the article. Why are they doing that? Because TSA rules say you are not allowed to bring on explosives. Duh. Or replica explosives. 
Yeah. Do they look that much like the thermal detonator? Really? That's not the point of them. It's just that in this galaxy, Coke comes in a sphere. Right? It's not supposed to look like a thermal detonator. What? I don't even know what a thermal detonator is. Does it look like a From Return of the Coke? Jedi, yeah. It's like this, the, it's the no, ball. No, but like, is it a real fucking thing? No! No, no, not in the real world. This oh, is totally well, a Star Wars thing so in a... Star Wars. Is but real. it is a replica <laughs> explosive. Yeah, but it's a made-up thing. It's a ma- Wait, so this thermal detonator isn't even a real fucking thing? No! no. What the fuck, TSA? I still don't care. I want but... you to bring one back for me. <sighs> Can you put it in your... No, I can't put it in anything, apparently. Check luggage. That's outrageous. No, I know. It's incredible. No made-up weapons. So, here's the thing. So I can't bring my lightsaber back that I'm going to make? Yeah, that's right. What about that? That's a fucking weapon. That's more dangerous than a thermal detonator. You can club a pilot in the head. Calm down. Jeez. The article does say that lightsabers are allowed. Weapon, not explosive. I'm guessing that's their reasoning. But no, lightsabers go through all the time. So... Marvel's editor-in-chief, C.B. Sabluski, got one through. He tweeted about it, and he says, After D23 last week, I was able to get my empty Galaxy's Edge Coca-Cola bottle through TSA by removing it from my carry-on, separating the top from the bottle, and explaining to the agent what it was before running it through the scanner. However, I believe this will be the exception to the rule. Unless everybody thinks to do this, we're going to have a lot of confiscated plastic bottles that are round. What other made-up weapons can I bring on a plane? Well, you can check it, right? No. No. Neither. No carry-on or checked. Yeah. What about if I had, like, if I go to Marvel Land and I buy a fucking Tesseract? Right. That blows up. (laughs) I can't bring that on the plane now? Power stone? Good question. I mean, it does kind of look like the thermal. What if I bring? Yeah. What if I go into Marvel Land and get the fucking my Infinity Gauntlet? Oh, I might snap that on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, um, this this concludes the Marvel and the Star Wars section. We're going to do a couple more D twenty three things that are just related to Disney and Pixar. A fascinating one that I saw, especially as a Nine Inch Nails fan, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Who, by the way, who have writing credits on the longest-running Billboard number one of all time, uh, that being uh, Old Town Road, because Old Town Road is based is built off a sample from Ghosts uh, 24, I believe it is, which was part of a 28-track instrumental um, four-album thing that Nine Inch Nails released in 2008. Anyway, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross are going to score. They've scored many films. A Pixar film called Soul. Hmm. I saw so. the pictures for this, and I know they're, like, preliminary, but I was like, this looks dumb. For Soul? Yeah. What's it supposed to be about? From the movie? It's about ghosts. Spooky ghosts. Spooky. <laughs> Spooky. I, th- I thought it, maybe maybe somebody oh. just threw a compilation of photos together. It kind of looked like the Inside Out people, but more spherical. <laughs> Inside Out people? What are you talking about? Did you ever see the movie Inside Out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is this? Disney releases Soul trailer. How did I not know about that? They are spooky ghosts, is but it looks like it looks like, it go, looks yeah, like the like inside great. out. But but look how. But of like your know. spirit. Yeah. yeah, you're not wrong. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, I, I but like whatever. They'll do a good job at the score of this movie. So uh, the movie itself uh, will have Jamie Fox uh, playing a middle school teacher whose dream dreams of becoming a legendary New York jazz uh, club player performer thing. Okay. Tina Fey is going to be in it. Uh, Questlove, who drums for The Roots. David Diggs and Facilia, uh, Felicia Felicia Rashad um, from The Cosby Show are going to be part of the voice cast, and it'll be out uh, June 19th, 2020. Huh. And the last thing... Well, I just want to say oh, that Pixar is great. 
Because yeah. uh, I watched Boss Baby over my vacation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> why yeah. did you so even? Somebody bad. recommended it to me. Ooh. Oh, it's pretty good. You know, Tina Fey's involved. Alec no. Baldwin's in I it. Know. You know, no, we as human bad. beings do not have the, the surplus time in this day and age to watch a movie like Boss Baby. Was that? Have you guys they seen made it? they made a TV show. It's on Netflix. It's, it's really bad. Yeah, it's really it. the worst fucking shit. Yeah. Hey, but they all do the little eyebrow thing. What eyebrow thing? Oh, all, all their all characters the do this with their eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it. it was not a good movie. It's just yelling and screaming and running around and like it's so bad. It was like it's like being smacked in the face with More a like... fish for an hour. <laughs> it was so so awful. And then there's Pixar, who does good stuff. Pixar is like, oh, it's not, it doesn't even come close. It's like Marvel and DC. Yeah. So yeah, the last thing D twenty three wise that I'm going to talk about, and I may have to leave the room to. Puka. I don't know. I'm just not interested. The Lady in the Tramp trailer. Well, I'm interested dropped. because doggies. Uh, and did you know that Pretend the dog- CG doggies, not no, real. No, no, they're real. Oh, they they're rescued, real dogs. They rescued the, the, the dog that's playing Tramp uh, is like from a rescue. Like they went to like a, what, what, do you, what do you call them? Why can't I think of the name right now? A re- like a like shelter? A, like a shelter. Okay, hang and on. And they, they were like, you look like the dog we want. <laughs> and pulled this dog and then trained him and he's the dog in the movie. Tramps are real, like he's a, tramp a real dog. rescue. Yeah, he's a rescue that's dog. so sweet. Pop the brakes. These aren't CG dogs. No, no. that's the thing. These oh. are real dogs. Their mouths have been CG, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. right? But they're real dogs. And the, I'm, yeah. you know what? Of all okay. the remakes, again, I say this for every probably Disney remake. I'm into it. Yeah. I, I want to see it. Yeah. I will probably still not see it, but I hate it a lot less now. That's I like that cool. I, I like did that not they're know. pulling from like the older catalog now yeah. too. Oh, sure. I feel like instead of like I I know they're going for the nostalgia, like hey, people in your 30s, you have kids now, come take take them to see Aladdin. But like I like that they're doing like Lady and the Tramp and some of these older films okay. that uh, a lot of people haven't seen recently. So yeah, Lady and the Tramp. Good pull. I'll give it that. Okay, that's neat. And they rescued a pupper. I love that. Yeah. And you know how like it's obnoxious when people are like, oh, this is my dog. It's a rescue, right? I think <laughs> we should bring back in vogue calling uh, dogs like that tramps. tramps. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a tramp. I got you'll, tramps. you'll offend those people. Yeah, They'll like, I, clutch their shawls. Oh, what's a tramp. How I horrible. don't think tramp is my favorite breed. We'll catch on as a pumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> well, after this movie. Well, also, is this remake going to have the racist We Are Siamese uh, cats in it? If you the please. The most oh. famous. <laughs> scene in that movie, beloved and racist. Please, please. I love that song. Oh, it's a great song. Oh, man, you know what I want them to do is Oliver and Company. That was a great movie. With, How about the with... Aristocats? Oh, uh, yes. yeah, Aristocats. Yes, Oliver and Company was a great yeah, movie. Those were really good. Okay, we're going to leave the um, the Disney, Marvel, oh. Pixar, Star Wars. How are they going to get two dogs to kiss on a spaghetti? <laughs> That's what I want to know. It, they're food-driven dogs. You just put peanut butter on one nose. It'll happen. Yeah, but then they make them a little... Oh, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Kirsten is exploding from the cute. Uh, Joker trailer, which I understand you guys watched just before this pod. Mm-hmm. What do we think of this now? Because this is the second or third trailer that we've second. had. For the second trailer we've had for this movie. I wasn't as drawn in by the first, but this one, I'm a lot more intrigued. Interesting. I was excited for the first one, and I you can go back to the pod and listen. And I said that I think this might be the first good uh, DC movie. Uh, Paul disagrees with me, though. I'm not. I don't know. You just don't want the Joker origin story, and I get that. Like no, it's no. the the whole mystique of the Joker is that you don't know where he came from, really, or his backstory, and he has all these different things. And hopefully, as we talked about on the pod when we first saw the first trailer. 
maybe this whole thing is going to be a fever dream. Maybe if they show mm. the origin of the Joker, then it'll, like, you know, do that, like, backpedal. It was all just a dream. A dream. Uh, like, that's what I thought, know. too. I was um, worried about and then, that. And then fans will be happy that we didn't get, like, the origin story. Maybe that's what's going to happen. Yeah. But I think um, Walking Phoenix looks amazing. Oh, definitely. Well, well actually, looks disgusting. Yes, which is but, <laughs> by design. Um, I think his character is uh, very unique. I think he's good, done a good job with the character of the Joker, um, which is, of course, beloved. Um, I I'm, I want to see it, but I remember when the first couple trailers for Suicide Squad came out, and I was like, this is going to be so good. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. And they got call. me. Good. And they got me, and it was not good. It was trash. And it's also playing, like, this movie looks like it's playing into what people like to watch. They want to know about the psychosis of a Is that not criminal the point, though? Makes, yeah. make, make what the people want? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, they're they're playing fat. That's why people like to watch true crime docs. That's mm-hmm. why people, you know, why do people do what they do? And But, yeah, like you said before, insight. yeah, but like you said before, though, like, he just wants to watch the world burn, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what's so intriguing about the Joker. We don't give a shit about how he got there. That's who he is. So this is just... Yeah, I get why people are going to go and see this movie. It's going to be a commercial hit. I might go, it looks like, like that. I don't actually know if I've seen any of these DC movies in theater. I think I usually wait for them to come out, and I think I will probably go see this one. I don't even consider this to be a DC movie Mm-mm. at this point, right? It's just like it's almost like it's been lifted as a separate character. Like, in the same way that I wouldn't call the Dark Knight trilogy DC movies, even though they clearly are. Mm-hmm. Those are Christopher Nolan films. Yeah, no, I Fair get what point. You're Similarly, yep. like yep. this doesn't feel like that at all because it's, it's a Joaquin Phoenix film. Yeah, yeah. kind of right. So, okay, I think that the Dark Knight and Heath Ledger and Chris Nolan did so much for that character, and like the psychology and the mythology around him. That's clearly what they're kind of picking up on for this movie. But I agree with you, Art, that like. Uh, this is going to be, it's it's going to be very tragic. The, mm-hmm. This what we've gotten from these two trailers is that this is such a tragic character that you know is forced or like because of his own mental health issues and then circumstances of being like pushed around and bullied, he then goes and does something awful or I don't know what. But what I'm not picking up on from this movie is like there's no awesome factor, and the Joker like awesome often is awesome. And doing sweet, evil, but very, like, cool-ass things. Like Like burning a mountain of cash, for instance. Burning a mountain of cash, setting up these, like, elaborate um, heists. heists Oh, yeah, that bank robbery off the top is brilliant. Right? Like, the Joker, you kind of have to want to be him a little bit. And there's none of that there, as relatable as it might be to see a person going through this, like, horrible spiral of like you know going insane that's neat and all but there's nothing like there's no swagger to it but we didn't see necessarily any of those things in the trailers for the dark knight we i don't think we got much of a taste of how intricate that joker character was until we watched the film proper Uh, i don't Mm -hmm. know man like think about that scene even where like heath ledger's hanging out of the cop car like shaking his head like a crazy dog like yeah, burning the cash. Even go back to Jack Nicholson's Joker, right? Like his plan there to make people smile, or like the balloons with the gas mm-hmm. in them. And then, like he's doing sweet, over the top, super villainy things, and that those are like one of the things. Like again, in Christopher Nolan, it's very realistic these over the top schemes that he has. But there's still that like, ooh, he's like evil and he's doing big, awesome, elaborate things. 
I think he's keeping. I think they're keeping that close to their chest, though, because if you see in this trailer, um, there's like mobs of people, and they have the signs. We're all mm -hmm. clowns, and they're all wearing the Joker masks. So yeah, I he's think, inciting something. Yeah, he, yeah. he is inciting yeah. something. So I think he is going to be that person that people want to follow, and it's probably going to have like some interesting, like, uh, like mirroring political. Um, point to it that like you know some people are going to follow mm. the crazy person right. you know um i i'm i'm curious to see what it's going to be i think paul's right though i think in the first trailer you saw it more in the first trailer and even in that trailer but i think we know what the beats are going to be like you mm. said we mm. know that there's mm. going to be a point where he has to decide you know he's going one way but then he gets pushed the other way and you're going to feel bad for him i think we're going to cheer for the joker in this movie i yeah. think he's going to be the like an anti-hero i think we're it's going to be one of those weird situations where you follow his story and you can see how he got to where he's going and so you're going to be in that situation where you're cheering for the bad guy which i like it when tv shows and movies do that especially when they like spring it on you like in breaking bad like towards the end of that you're like what the fuck uh, didn't do such a great job in uh, in in uh, Game of Thrones, but like mm -hmm. it's always interesting to me when you fall in love with a character as a good person or an antihero or whatever, mm -hmm. and then they go completely dark, and then you're like, oh, how and do then, I feel? And I then all those moms know. who name their daughters Daenerys, Daenerys are like, uh -oh. like, oh shit, yeah. or Khaleesi. Yeah, yeah, I I just think that like it's too much of a tragic character, and I think the Joker to be more true to the character has to just like be evil and you have to as much as so many people love the joker and you know it's like maybe even emulates in some certain ways in their life and all that he's he's still evil he's still bad and yeah. you can't and like yeah like intellectually you might look at that character and think like wow something really bad must have happened to him in his life beforehand to make him crack and go this nuts and evil but i don't want to watch that i want to spend two hours with that that's not an enjoyable movie watching experience that's that's why michael kane's just his commentary a few yeah. lines in the dark night about what the joker is contributing to the movie is just like wow, that is the only origin story that I need for this Joker, yes. that he wants to watch the world burn. And then he stole, and they, he told that story about the jewel thief and yeah. everything like that. And what did we do? Oh, we burned the forest down. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So good. So, yeah. yeah. Again, I don't know if we need this, but uh, looks like Robert De Niro looks like he's actually going to act in this movie. Yes, good call, nice. actually. It's, there's a lot more expressiveness and uh, um, variety to him than your standard uh, Walking Phoenix. Sort of if anybody's going to pick up this mantle of the Joker and run with it in another opposite awesome direction than Heath Ledger, it could be Walking Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But this doesn't set up like there's no way that Walking Phoenix like pours himself into this role for this character study of this character, and then it, even if it is successful, let's say, and then they're like, "Great, now we want you to be Batman's foil, cackling uh, and sure throwing like smiley smoke bombs and stuff like that." He's going to be like. No. Well, these are just one-offs now, right? That's what DC was like, fuck the universe, we're no good at this, let's just do one-offs. <laughs> well, here's hoping, right? Like, I, the, the, the problem is everybody, they make their money and they're like, oh, let's make more money, and it just gets worse from there. So I mm -hmm. hope, I trust that somebody will be coming to their senses and say, nope, we're doing this once, and just let it stand as a great product. Also, you know what? Last thing, the makeup and the look is not good. No, it's no good. It's like Jack Nicholson did a Joker that was very true to, you know, classic, the comic book, bright purple suit, yeah. and the face and the makeup and the white and all that and the green hair. And then Heath Ledger 
did what has become an iconic, yeah. more realistic, more war paint version, down. right, to reflect his psychosis and his insanity and all that. Very, very cool. Become iconic. This seems like a, we want to do that again, but how do we make it slightly different? Oh, I know. Clowny yeah. triangles yeah. on his face. Clowny triangles. Like, bad. bad. Uh, Suicide not Squad good. version as well. Just, you no, know, with the grills and everything. I'm not, not even talking about that. No. I know. <laughs> Anything else we're going to talk about? Reviews and recommendations? Anything else on this list? What time is it? Uh, Who's talking? Review and recommendation. I, I, I didn't have anything in there. Uh, I started watching Mindhunter. I watched the first five episodes. Good, good. It's, it is a season very, one? It's the second season. Yeah, the new season. Fantastic. Interesting. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching season one on your recommendation yeah. and enjoying it quite a bit. It's yes. like, it's fucked up. I need to make sure I have like an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something <laughs> right <laughs> afterwards to like wipe it. my brain. <laughs> yeah, truly. To, before I go to bed, otherwise I have bad dreams. But wow. yeah, it is, a, it is really, really good. And season two is good? Oh, my God. It's so good. And, yeah, I love how, like, all the different um, criminals, you know, the serial killers in the past, and the actors that portray those serial killers are very, very, very good. good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and David Fincher is, he can shoot the shit out of this shit. He is, <laughs> he can he's shoot so the shit good. Out of this like, shit. It, it kind of feels like you're watching, you know, one of his movies, right? It's yeah. really good. This is an odd phenomenon I'm finding with Mindhunter. You, you guys go around and tell me about this. When you're watching something on Netflix... Do you ever hit that skip intro button? Yeah. You do. Yeah, Here, but, but 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 like for shit like Jessica Jones, like I'm like, I don't need to listen to this again. Yeah, here's the thing. I don't for mine hundred. Sometimes it skips on its own. On the kid oh. on the kid when you're watching kid stuff, it skips it on its own. And that kind of ticks me off. Does I mine, like to have that option. I don't remember. Does Mindhunter does it change does the intro change slightly every time? I don't think so. Okay. Anyways. So, I will generally not. My what I was gonna say is that this my hunter is the first show I've ever skipped the intro. It's just really boring. Oh, it's really it's like yeah, the visual is lame. It's like setting up a tape recorder with like these flashy images of murder scene, like close up gore, mm -hmm. and the song is really lame and boring. Song? You mean the score in the background? <laughs> yeah, it's just a creepy. Yeah, it's like this is the boringest, and it doesn't set up the show properly. <laughs> Um, but I want to say, like, don't skip the intro, everybody. Watch those intros. Intros are so wonderful for the most part and part of the show, right? Except in Mindhunter, skip the intro. Daredevils. Daredevils, I never skipped. So I never skipped so Daredevils. Good. It's so good. And the score behind that is so good. Yeah, Jessica Jones was just shit. <laughs> um, I have a re review and recommendation. Um, I went and saw that movie, Ready or Not. That's oh, the... Um, that's the one where um, she's going to get married and they're so happy and like blah, blah, blah. And then they get married. And then after they get married, they're like, now we have to play a game. And they like go after basically try to murder her. Oh, um, oh my God. Have you guys seen? No, you, you I must didn't. have seen the trailer, the trailer for this. I saw the trailer. Thinking of something um, different. It was so good. Um, it's advertised as a horror thriller. But I would almost say horror thriller or comedy. It's kind of along the lines a bit of Cabin in the Woods. Oh. Um, as that it's scary, but it's got like great beats, great acting. It has um, yeah, uh, something weaving, Samara weaving. Is that her name? She's is the, the main? Yeah. Um, it also has uh, Adam Brody in it. Um, it also has oh, why can't I think of her name? Um, fuck. This is why I always have my phone in front of me. Um, anyway, another very famous actress in it. Um, really good. Really enjoyed it. Hour thirty seven minutes. Nice did and you, short. Did you pull up the IMDb? Nope. Of who the chick was? Okay. I've, I've, I've written it um, Eight out of ten. But I like, I really like, yeah, hor I like horrors and I like thrillers. Um, so 
for me, like, this was, like, a, the perfect movie. It nice. was just, it was a great... And with a bit of comedy. Uh, with a bit of comedy. Nice. Um, it was a great, fun hour and 37 minutes out. <laughs> What's the runtime? Mm-hmm. Anything else? Um, I have a nice uh, thing. This is a... We should encourage people, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes or wherever. Please give and, us uh, ratings. Yeah, give us a review. Actually, it feels like, like yeah, it's been a little while. It feels like it's, yeah, it feels like it's been a while since anyone's rated us. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to uh, read you, though. This was on a, uh, a thread uh, between um, the radio station, The Zone here, and uh, a young man named uh, Ryan Shepard who uh, works for, I think it's like Universal Music. He's yep. bringing in uh, Bad Child as an artist. And we were like setting that interview up. And so we were like, okay, are we going to do a phone or when is this guy coming in? Blah, 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 blah. So I just wanted to read you what he wrote um, at the end of this email as we were trying to schedule this. He said, sidebar, this part, this is part selfish label guy asking naturally, but also selfish nerd reasoning. Um, This is for not having him come in uh, or call in yesterday. It says, I don't want Paul wasting time on interview prep that can also be served on geek out pod prep (laughs) because... Bud's going to have a huge list of stuff for Thursday, pod, due to D23 news and the spider drama. And with Brian gone, they'll need all hands on deck. And something tells me that the spider drama is going to make a super tasty bit of that good old-fashioned Publicino rantiness we geeks adore so much. Holy crap, (laughs) Chef. That's amazing. Isn't that so good? He knows us so well. He's clearly a pod listener. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's right. And I hate to write him back and be like, I don't do any prep for either of those things. (laughs) 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 Turn the mic on and yell. But um, that's really nice. Isn't that so nice, Ryan? He's clearly a fan. Thank you so much, man. Uh, And yeah, thank you also to Mary Harrison, who yeah, basically threw all sorts of stuff on our group pod uh, for the for the geek out. Um, just as she as she was seeing it uh, at D23. She also called me last week when I was on air on the weekend zone to like oh. geek out with me all about, because after she found out I was going to um, Star Wars land at Disney, she was like, I have all these Disney tips for you. And she told me all about like Oogie Boogie's Halloween bash and how to get oh, in and everything. Wow. Like, That's so nice. It was really great. Where do they have that? Uh, it's at uh, California this year. It's, it used to be in Disneyland, but they switched it because Galaxy's Edge. So they didn't because they kick everybody out. Uh-huh. So they didn't want to have to kick everyone out of Galaxy's Edge. So oh, it's in you, Disneyland is in California. Yeah, sorry, but there's two, right? There's Disneyland, Disney's California and then there's oh, California Disney's Adventure. California Adventure. Oh, I see. I see, I see, I see. Cool. Is Kirsten funny. is such a Disney fan. She uses the shortcut of California. <laughs> when are you going again? Um, end of October, beginning of November. October twenty eighth, November fifth. Have you ever eaten at the? Restaurant inside Pirates of the Caribbean. Blue Bayou. No, oh. I haven't. My brother. Oh, wants wait, you to... haven't? No, my brother oh. wants to make a reservation, but it's expensive. It is expensive, but, but you know what? Two words: Monte Cristo. I like this. I think the Caesar salads is what was recommended to me. That. Um, I'll say surf and turf mm. is my two words. You think it's worth it? You've done it then? <laughs> I had it for my 25th birthday, and Aww. it's to this day my favorite dining experience okay. I've ever had. And as you all know, like when I travel, half of it mm-hmm. is to eat. Yeah. And it is my favorite dining experience. Number one, I remember, like, how many steaks have you eaten in your life? Do you remember a singular steak as being that good? <laughs> this steak was that good. Okay. The lobster was amazing. Huh. And you're fucking inside the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, you get to see people go by on their boats. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. It is my favorite dining experience I've ever had, which says a lot about me as an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but truly, I know it's expensive, but spring. Well, it was that or um, dining in Moz Cantina, which you can just go into anyway, or you can make a reservation and then like sit down. But I could probably just stand up. It's the cantina. That's pretty so. cool, though. Yeah, That's that pretty neat. Cool. All right. 
If you want to get a hold of us in other ways, you can email us, geekoutatthezone.fm. Uh, we do have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. And uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, Thank please. you for everyone who's rated it. Let's have a quick hello from another member of the Zone's podcast family. Yo, what's up, you guys? <laughs> if you think you'd like the spiciest hot takes of two millennial ding-dongs from Victoria, British Columbia, Canada, then you should listen to the PJ Party podcast. It's highlights of our show that we do on the Zone at 91.3 and some trash talk about other things. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's just trash. So get it wherever you get your podcasts. Smash that subscribe button. Smash that like button. Also, there's a blog on thezone.fm, so please look at that so it's not wasted of my time. Yeah. <laughs> Find all of our podcasts at thezone.fm slash podcast. And I want to give, sorry, just an extra plug to PJ Party because it's been on such a horrible long, month-long hiatus. You guys can't like coordinate your holidays. A month before anyway. that, too. Yeah, it was brutal. So, um, uh, like a supersized, really good PJ Party is coming at you this week. We promise. Can't wait. Kirsten James, what's your Instagram? <laughs> Kirsten.james. Yay! Find Kirsten on Instagram. Art Aronson. <laughs> at Art Aronson. Thank you. Paul? Paul Pacino. I'm going to mess about all the socials. That was easy. Well, okay. It's been the Geek Up Podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye.